Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 193. Catherine, it is officially moving week. Hallelujah. And I'm even scared to say that because I I almost keep waiting for something to go wrong. I know that sounds bad, but this has been such a long time coming. I It's just hard to believe that tomorrow we will be in a moving truck and we will be going down to Florida. Here's what I'll say. Moving sucks. <laughs> There's really no way to sugarcoat it. And we don't like to be negative. So we're not trying to be negative, but it is good to be realistic that it's not just sunshine and rainbows. And I feel like there's a lot of factors that I don't even think, you know, we haven't even had to worry about. Like we don't have kids. I'm sure that is just a stressor in itself, but yeah, it's all been very difficult boxes. I never realized how much I hate assembling boxes. Uh, tape right now is our most valuable asset in our house because we're running out of tape. So there's a lot of things that we just never anticipated. Luckily, the pot at the end of this tumultuous rainbow <laughs> is Florida yes, and Orlando. And so I think that's really the only thing that's pushing me forward. If we were moving, I don't like somewhere for a new job or something. Just somewhere not super exciting. We're moving to, I'm trying to think of a city that won't be I wanna, I want to say just like Idaho, like middle of nowhere, Idaho. Like what's in there? I don't know. I've never been. But that wouldn't be very exciting to us. So I would say if this is something you're looking to do, the earlier you can start that process, the better. If you can possibly save the money to get the full service movers, I right now I would pay any amount of money. But well, and he says that, and I've been doing most of the packing. I'm just going to throw that out there. Well, it does also coincide that this is like the biggest work deadline of my entire life ends <laughs> this week. That's true too. You do have a lot more on your plate than I do in that aspect. So I promise this whole episode is not just going to be us complaining. Really, the what we want to talk about, the meat of this episode, is talking about how we think our content for Detour is going to change being locals. But briefly before that, a couple notes for this week. We're going to try to be as active on Instagram and Facebook and whatever else we can be throughout this entire process. So we'll probably do some lives, some chats, whatever it might be just to try to document this experience the best that we can. Yeah. And we'll have a lot of time in a box truck. I've never been in a box truck, so I don't really know what to expect. I don't think it's going to be like being in a car. I'm sure it's not comfortable. So we'll have to document that um, and keep ourselves entertained. I found my parents are actually kind of cleaning out their house right now too. And I found like an old um, like 90s style car game that we're going to play outburst can i play it as the driver i think so i think it's just 
like lists of things and you have to list them in a certain amount of time. It could be fun. Okay. We'll see how it goes. I think we're going to do an audio book of some sort. You also want to read the new Hunger Games book. Mm -hmm. I bought it at Target weeks ago and just haven't. I love to read in the summer. Usually while I'm at the pool, that hasn't happened yet this summer either. But I love to read. So I want to read on the way down there. Maybe just once we're down there and settled. That'll be nice. If you have any book recommendations, we're always up. For suggestions. Last time I did this drive is when I listened to Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. And that became one of my favorite books of all time. So maybe we can find another. A good one. Keeper. Um, but. Other than that. For those keeping tabs. Friday is officially closing day. So. Which also means that this is a very long process for us. If we're leaving Tennessee on Tuesday. And we don't close on Friday. We're just going to take our time so that we don't feel rushed. I feel like this whole time we felt rushed and we don't like that. So slow and steady. When's the race? We're going to stop um, in Alabama on the way down just to kind of take a break. We're going to do it in two trips and yeah, we're going to document it. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So today's topic in this diary is talking about how we think this will change detour. And I want to preface that it was something that we had to confront with ourselves that we cannot be moving for detour, if that makes sense, because it was very easy for us to justify all of this by saying, oh, detour could do so much better. Think of all these opportunities that would open up for detour. And I think all those are valid, but we could not allow that to become the reason we were moving. And the reason why we say that is just because detour is such a, I guess you could say like passion project kind of thing. It's something that we really enjoy. If we decided to move just for the sole reason of the podcast and kind of, you know, those ambitions then we just felt like that put a a lot of pressure on the podcast and b um we wanted the move to be something more i don't know if sustainable is the right word but more substantial i don't know yeah i think for me i just didn't want to put that much pressure on detour mhm just to i just we have been so good in the two years of doing this. That's crazy <laughs> to say it's been two years, almost. August will be two years. Mm-hmm. That it's kind of just been an organic thing. I can tell you we've made less than $100 <laughs> doing this. Actually, I mean, when you count the expenses, we've taken a deficit. Yeah. And it's never bothered us. Mm-mm. The numbers are nice. We see growth. We see lots of opportunity, but it has not been a forced process up to this. And I felt like if we said we're moving to Orlando for the purpose of expanding detour, it immediately switches it from kind of this hobby mindset that we have with, you know, the potential for it to be something more to then it eventually, then it immediately, it has to become 
something more because then you're trying to justify it for the move. Mm-hmm. And some people might say, maybe that's what you need. Like that's what you need, the kick in the pants to start taking it more seriously and let it reach the heights that it can. But I think it'll get there eventually on its own, just naturally. Yeah. And I think that's just kind of the approach that we take because it fits us better. Like it fits our approach better. Um, You know, we've had spurts in the past where we wanted to be more aggressive with the podcast and things like that. And it just never worked out for just our mental (laughs) stability. Like it just wasn't good for us um, to kind of do that to ourselves. So you know, detour is always going to be in the forefront of our minds, being down there and looking for inspiration and looking for opportunities to create new content or come up with new ideas. But that wasn't the purpose. Yeah. So looking at what doors it will unlock, I think there's so many different routes that we could go. And we have both made the decision that news is something we are never interested in. So scary. I feel like it's just so competitive. Disney news is just such a beast in itself. And to me, from the outside, it seems like there are a few who do it really well. And then everybody else kind of follows behind. And You could probably say that for almost anything. I mean, you can definitely say that for podcasting as well. But for us, it's just not in our wheelhouse. And the that creating that type of content where you are receiving a scoop or receiving a piece of news and then trying to retransmit it to your readers or listeners or content consumers is is just not something I don't think we would be good at. Yeah. I think we enjoy too, just like the creative part of creating content that we put out, you know, coming up with the ideas ourselves or, you know, connecting with new people to talk to and learn about what they're doing. So it just kind of doesn't fit just our interests. Really. We love keeping up with Disney uh, news and what's coming, but that just doesn't really fit. What we want. So I think for me, if we think about one way that our content could potentially change from moving closer to Disney, hopefully it'll just be connecting with more people more easily, if that makes sense. Because so many people in the Disney community are locals. I mean, not everybody, obviously, but, you know, there's so many people that we haven't met or could potentially meet, or maybe we'll just meet at the parks. And I think that could open up a lot of possibilities as far as our interviews and who we get to connect with or work with in the future. Yeah, because even now when we were just going down a couple times a year, I can already I know there's more, but there are specifically two interviews that came out of us meeting someone in the park. Mm -hmm. One was Keith Gluck from the Disney Project. We met him with Josh and Ryan. Just randomly. Just randomly in Epcot. And then the other is John Sakari from Big Fat Panda. We met him one night at an After Hours event. And 
not saying that we would not have connected with them otherwise, but it definitely sped up the process and it created such a more realistic baseline for our conversation, I think. Mm-hmm. Because there is some sort of manufactured connection that you have to make when just speaking with people online. I'm guilty of it as much as anybody that a conversation that I have online and a conversation that I have on in real life sometimes doesn't match. Like my conversation style and topics that I like to talk about, I'm a little bit more reserved in real life. And, and meeting someone face-to-face for the first time I think just establishes so much better about this is how I communicate. This is what we are about. We learn what the other person is about. And I think it's just a, it's a much more natural way of connecting. I will say the word networking, I hate it. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, we're definitely not going to be like scoping people out or like stalking anyone or anything crazy, but I think, like Brendan said, those are two really good examples of we were just there hanging out with friends and it just kind of happened. And then we got, you know, some cool episodes and we made new friends. And, you know, that's always great. We're definitely going to need new friends moving somewhere new. So that's a good benefit. So I think that's something that's kind of the first thing on my list as far as what I'm looking forward to. The next thing for me is, and I've mentioned this in some lives that we've done and probably in episodes as well. I really, really want to transition to more in-person interviews. I was wait- I knew you were going to say this next. I was waiting for it. I should have known it was coming next. There's a couple reasons why. One is I think now more than ever, people are very keen to good audio quality. It's very ironic I'm saying this in this episode because currently all of our microphones are packed up packed up, and we're recording this on our mobile recorder, our little Zoom mobile recorder, something that we would use in the parks. So it's probably a little bit different than you normally hear us. But I just have this dream that we can have a little studio And we can have this space or have the right gear where we could record in the parks, whatever it might be, to up the audio quality. So you don't have us two coming through pretty clear and then someone on a phone. Yeah. And and I think it just makes for a better listening experience. But more important than that, again, I think that conversation that you can have looking someone face to face is just different. I don't know if it's better, but it's different. And it's something that I want to explore. I agree with that. I think um, it just makes it more natural and more real. And you probably notice sometimes in the episodes, if we are interviewing someone and if it's not like a Skype kind of call, sometimes we fumble over each other and, you know, just little things because of course we're not together. So I think it would add just a different element to everything and video as well oh yes we'll see that's another that is something that we have talked about for a very long time and being in florida might kind of push us out of our comfort zone in that direction for sure 
I just think about because I, I listen to a lot of interview style podcasts. Um, some are sports related. Some like I listen to Joe Rogan sometimes, and I've gotten to the point where I go to the interview portion of the episode, and a lot of times, if they're not, if it's not an in person interview, I find myself not as interested. Mm-hmm. Because you're constantly switching back and forth between audio quality, because you can hear if somebody's on a phone or if it's being transmitted through the internet. But also, it's just, I think it's a better experience. And I think if you could add video on top of that, it would really, really lead us into some really interesting conversations. I mean, that's that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. is to draw out the most interesting conversations that we can with our guests. Yeah. I guess the last thing that I can really think of that I would be excited for, just looking forward to, would just be getting new inspiration from the parks. You know, we've started this storytelling series that we've really enjoyed And I don't know if it was a combination of us just going to the parks more frequently or, you know, we've mentioned just watching the Imagineering story and just recognizing that there is, you know, there are so many elaborate backstories. But I think being there and allowing ourselves to be immersed in Disney more often will maybe spark some more creative topics. And then that way we can continue to kind of push ourselves creatively, but also diversify, I guess would be a good word, you know, our content. Yeah. I'm excited that, you know, if we choose our next storytelling episode topic, we go write it that week. Mm -hmm. And it's not just watching YouTube POVs. It is like taking your time in the queue and taking it all in and taking in all the little details that you can. And I, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep bringing it up. And you can video <laughs> that experience as well. Yeah. I don't think we will ever be vloggers. I don't, just like news, I just don't think it's something that we would be good at or comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I would be fine, like, putting a camera in front of me and talking in the parks, you know, briefly. and But walking around and holding a camera in front of me I have so much respect for people who can do that. I guess I'm too self-conscious. I don't know what the right, um, you know, pinpoint on why exactly I don't like it. Yeah. But even like recording Instagram stories, I'm, I get a little, you know, nervous <laughs> doing it out in the public areas of the parks. And maybe that's something that we would get over eventually. But I do think there's so many ways to get video content that's not the traditional vlog style. Mm-hmm. It'll be maybe based more on experiences or very specific topics. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think that kind of wraps it up. Can you think of anything else that we're that we've really thought about or talked about recently as far as detour? I don't know. I, I think for me, I'm probably going to put it's depending on how much access we have to the parks and how safe we feel in the parks once we get down there. Yeah. But I do want to do some sort of challenge to myself 
So I've thought about like a 30 day photography challenge or maybe like a 30 day video challenge to just force myself to get more creative with content and just seeing what we can come up with and just expanding our, our skill set. I like that. We have talked about that too. I actually forgot about that until you just brought it up. So it's been a while and a lot has changed since we talked about that, but I guess if anyone has any good challenge ideas, you can let us know. But yeah. So this week will be pretty crazy. We are at this moment. We're still very committed to releasing Dinosaur on Wednesday. We will let you know on Instagram and Facebook if that changes. And yeah, it'll be hectic, but we'll be online as much as we can. Look for lives and things like that as we update. We'll have to do a house tour or something. Oh, yeah, we'll have to. We'll come up with all kinds of ideas. I'm sure there will be a plethora of funny and silly and just ridiculous things that happen um, as you try try to move yourself, not cross country, but to another state at least. Um, So that'll be exciting. And if, you know, send us good wishes. uh, I hope there's good weather because I really don't want to have to like unpack or anything in the rain. We've done that. I think every time we've ever moved, it's been raining which is miserable. You're and it is Florida. I know I can't right now, but in my head I am. So all the good things, we need them. <laughs> yeah. So this was a little bit shorter, uh, but just wanted to go over this topic just kind of as one last pulse check before we are Floridians. Yep. Palm trees in sight. And Mickey. Palm trees and Mickey. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for joining us on this journey. We'll be back on Wednesday to talk about Dinosaur and then probably something else pretty soon in regards to the move as we wrap it up. So hope you guys are having a wonderful week and we will chat with you soon. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.